Today's daf is Ksubis daf Kuf Yud Beis, and we are 22 lines from the top of daf Kuf Yud Aleph Omid Beis. Today's daf is being learned, Le'ilu Nishmas Chaim Melazar, Ben Yibadu L'chaim, Reb Shimshin Aryeh, and Le'ilu Nishmas Alta Shula Bas Yibadu L'chaim, Yosef Yitzchak. Today's daf is also being learned as a schus Rufua Shalema for Scharia Shalom Ben Bacheva Simcha and as a schus Rufua Shalema for Moshe Abba Ben Devora. So, Be'ezus Hashem, Baruch Shechiyonu Vikimonu Vikiyonu, we're holding at the very, very last staff of Mesech Ksubis, which is going to continue to discuss the sugya of the Shvach of Eretz Yisrael, a little bit about Tchiyas Mason, and very much going to end this festa Mesechta Bekitoiv. Zok de Gemara. Omer Rav Chia Bar Yosef. Rav Chia Bar Yosef said, Asidim Tzadikim Shemivatz Vitzin V'oilim B'Yerushalayim. The Tzadikim, Lo'asad Lavoi, are going to grow in Yerushalayim. Shenemar. How do you know that? The Pasuk says, V'yotzitzu Me'ir and in that Pasik, the city is referring to Yerushalayim. So the Pasik says, referring to the Tzadikim, they're going to grow in Yerushalayim, like the Esev of the Oretz, Asidim Tzadikim, Rashi on Amad Aleph, in the middle of the discussions of Trias Amesim, so Rashi throws in one line that seems to explain this Gemara. Pashibshat. The Gemara had said that any person that's buried outside of Eretz Yisrael, Bishas Trias Amesim, his body is going to have to roll to Eretz Yisrael. The Tzadikim, however, are going to be Zaycha to Mechilois, but it sounds like that's a big Madrego. Even Yaakov Avinu, who knew he was a Tzadik Gomer, and Yosef HaTzadik, who knew he was a Tzadik Gomer, Yosef HaTzadik, but Afal Pikein, they were both concerned that maybe they wouldn't be Zoycha to these Mechilois. So when Rashi explained what these Mechilois are, so Rashi says, Mechilois Naslehem Bekarka, Va'oimdem Al Ragleim, they're going to stand up on their feet, Va'oimdem the Mechilois, they're going to walk in the Mechilois, Ad Eretz Yisrael, until Eretz Yisrael, Visham, and over there in Eretz Yisrael, Mevatz fits in, that's where they're going to merit this mevatzvitzim, the yoitzin, and they're going to leave. So Rashi throws in one word, v'sham mevatzvitzim. It's poshit that Rashi is referring to the Gemara that we just read. And really, this is the beer in the Gemara. What the Gemara means to say is that how exactly is Tchias HaMesim going to happen? The Teretz says, asidim tzadikim shem mevatzvitzim v'oilim b'yerushalayim. There's going to be some bitspots, the yotzitzu, they're going to grow, they're going to come to life, and that's how the tzadikim are going to end up leaving Leaving and emerging from Tchias Hamesim. I saw in the Sefer Yalkut Hamiri from Rabbi Meir Israel. So he brings a Kushyanifla. He says, it sounds like from our Gemara, and the way Rashi explained the Gemara, talked away on Amin Aleph, that Tchias Hamesim is going to happen in Yerushalayim. Because the Mechilois and the Gilgal is going to go to the Makkah where they're going to be Mevatsvitz in Voilin. The Mevatsvitz is the precursor to the final stage of Tchias HaMesim. And where's that going to happen? It's going to happen in the city. What's the city? The Ganoisi Eloirazois. It's going to happen in Yerushalayim, which sounds like. Tchias HaMesim is going to take place in Yerushalayim. So he brings a kasha that if that's the case, Yaakov Avinu wanted to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. 
Why do you want to be buried in Eretz Yisrael? Because he was worried that maybe he's not going to be Zoycha to the Mechilois, and as a result, he's going to have to go through the Gilgal. Okay, so Yaakov Avinu was buried in Eretz Yisrael. We're in Eretz Yisrael in Chevron. The problem is, from Chevron to Yerushalayim, he's also going to have to go through the Gilgal. So we talk about the Shvach of being buried in Eretz Yisrael, and why? It's a Mephurish Gemara, it's to prevent the Tsar of the Gilgal. L'chure, it shouldn't be enough to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. You should have to be buried in Yerushalayim, because the Mevat is going to take place where? In Yerushalayim. If it's going to take place in Yerushalayim and the way that Tzadikim are going to emerge is through the Mavatzvitzin to the point that Rashi says Mefurish, the Mechilas are going to go all the way to the Makkum of the Mavatzvitzin that means you need to arrive in Yerushalayim. So why does it help that the Tzadikim are buried in Eretz Yisrael? You're right, it's a much lesser trip but at the same time they're going to have to come to Yerushalayim. So he brings that he heard a Teretz B'Shem Dachsam Soifer that Dachsam Soifer says that the Masha says Ki Yodua, that Lavoy, the entire world is going to become Eretz Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael is going to become Yerushalayim. So he says we're discussing not the Yerushalayim of today, we're discussing the Yerushalayim of La'asad Lavoi. That's when this is all happening. And La'asad Lavoi, the entire Eretz Yisrael is going to be Yerushalayim. So at Sidim Tzadikim, Shemavatzvitz and Va'olim be Yerushalayim, it could be Hebron, it could be anywhere in Yerushalayim, but the, in, in Eretz Yisrael, because Gantz Eretz Yisrael is going to be Yerushalayim, and that's the terrorist to this Kasha. So it's actually interesting, because we spoke yesterday about the Maila being buried in Hebron, based on the Rabbeinu Bechaya in the beginning of Parshas Chayisara, Kiryas Arbahi Hebron, and Lashani Azov of Rabbi Vadyu Mibartanura, where he said that he, he heard in Eretz Yisrael that all the tzaddikim wanted to be buried in Hebron. But the truth is that, that being buried in Hebron, but the Tchias HaMesim is still going to happen in Yerushalayim. It's almost Efshel Lekayim Shneim. Right? The Kash is Hebron and not Yerushalayim. The Teretz is, they're both. Right now it's Hebron, but also Lavi, Hebron's anyway is going to be Yerushalayim because Gantz Eretz Yisrael is going to end up being Yerushalayim. Another Classic memra from Rabbi Bar Yosef. Um, Rabbi Bar Yosef. I see them tzaddikim sheyamdu b'malbushen. The tzaddikim lost the When they're going to get up, I tchias amazim. They they're going to be wearing their clothing. How do you know that? Kavachaymer michita. He said, I'll make a kavachaymer from wheat. Machita shenik bera aruma madachachita. When it's buried, meaning when you plant chitin, what do you do? You don't put a chita in the ground. You put a seed in the ground. Yet yoytze become a levushin. It comes out with all the levushin. A chita looks very beautiful. Tzadikim shenik beru bilvushayim. The tzadikim that are buried in their levush with the tachrichin alachas kama vekama. So certainly when they're going to get up, they're going to come out with their levush. So Avchir by Yosef literally darshin kalvachin. One of the yud gemul midas sheatayin idrashes bam as this is. And he said, a that's nikbar without clothing. Aruma is yoitza with clothing. So the tzaddik who's buried with clothing, when it emerges, it's going to emerge with his clothing. Now, the truth is that this Gemara is a very, very important Gemara in the sugya of understanding Oivam Haba and in the sugya of understanding the world of Lasa Lava. So, this is not our sugya right now. When you learn the beginning of Perak Chelek, the Sugi of Kol Yisrael, Yeshlam Chelek, Loilam Haba, so the Rishonim over there are all very Mayrich, talking about what exactly Oilam Haba is, Ayin Leiras, and Tchias HaMesim, and that's where this all plays itself out. But Potter Beloy Klum E. Efsher, and it's just Kedai to mention that there's a very important machloikis between the Rambam and the Raivid in Perak Ches Hilchas The Rambam says as follows, everyone knows this, Lashon HaRambam, Ha'ilam Haba, 
Ein boy guf ugvia. Oilam haba doesn't involve any guf. Ela nafshes at tzadikim bovad. All you have in oilam haba are the neshamas of tzadikim below guf without any guf. Kimalachei hashares. And then the Raman continues and he says, Kach amru chachamim harishayim. Oilam haba in boy loyachid v'loy shdi v'loy tashmish. Ela tzadikim yoishvin v'atoraisayim berasheim v'nene miziv ashchino. So the Raman says oilam haba is not going to involve a guf. Says the Ravid Amr Avram divrei zeh ish. The words of this person. Meaning the Rambam, in my eyes, a Seems very, very similar to those that are of the opinion that Trias Hamesim is only going to involve Nishamas, but by Trias Hamesim, a person is not going to have a guf. But says the Raivet, a lotion of Shvuah. That was never the opinion of the Chachmiyat Talmud. But Al Kapanim says the Ravid that the Rambam says that it's that says It says they're going to be wearing clothing. Now, if they don't have a gold, how are they wearing clothing? So it says the Ravid, very, very sharp. This is one of the real sharp foolishness of the Ravid on the Rambam. There are many, but this is definitely up there, where it says that the Rambam sounds like he's of the opinion of something that's mamish keneged das chazal. Zoktikasef Mishnah, that it's posh to me that there's no machloikis between the Rambam and the Ravid. Rather, they were arguing in semantics, meaning... When we talk about when we talk about Olam Habla, so the truth is there are many different kufas. We always speak out to Teres Chaim in the beginning of Parak Chelek, who quotes the Nusach in, in Davenik. He quotes it in Nusach Ashkenaz, we'll say it in Nusach Svad, and that is, and he says, you see from here, there's four kufas. There's the kufa of Eilam Azeh, there's Eilam Abba, there's Yimoyz HaMashiach, and then there's Tchiyas HaMesim. So really the question then is, says the Kasef Mishnah, when we talk about Eilam Habba, when the Rambam said Eilam Habba, what was he referring to? And when the Ravid said Oilam Haba, what was he referring to? So it says the Kasemishna Dosigavain the Machloikis. The Rambam, when he said Oilam Haba in by Gufu Gvio, Elinafshis and Sadikim Bovad, Beloy Guf, Kimalachi Ashars, he wasn't talking about the Oilam Atria. He wasn't discussing after Tria Samesim. What the Rambam was talking about was the Oilam Anishamois, the Oilam that a person goes to after he dies. In that world, the world of Ganeidin, etc., that's the Olam that the Ramam is referring to. And in that world, Ein Boi Gufu Avada, there's another world called Tchias HaMesim. And in the world of Tchias HaMesim, Avada person's going to get up with his Guf. Why was the Ravid so matmi on the Ramam, says the Kasa Mishnah? Because the Ravid understood that whenever you say Olam Haba, you're not referring to the Olam HaNashamas, you're referring to the Olam HaTchia. And that's why he read the Rambam, Olam HaBa, so the Machloik is the Ramam, the Ravid is not what Chiyas HaMesim is going to look like. This is Marona Beis Yosef in Kasef Mishnah. He says the Machloik is what the taich of the word Oilam Haba is. When you say Stam Oilam Haba, are you referring to the Oilam HaNashamis or are you referring to the Oilam HaTchia? The Ramam understood that Stam Oilam Haba is referring to the Oilam HaNashamis. And because it's the Oilam HaNashamis, Oilam Haba in Gviya. But the Ravid understood that Stam Oilam Haba is referring to the Oilam HaTchia. And because it's referring to the Oilam HaTchia, so it's for that reason the Ravid was Matmi on the Ramam and he says, Avadud is going to be a Gulf and Avadud is going to be a Gviya. A person's even going to have his clothing in the Eulam But in terms of 
fundamentally speaking, Avada, there's no machlaik. Zok the Gemara Vaita. Third member that Ravchir Bar Yosef said. Um Ravchir Bar Yosef, Asid Eretz Yisrael, Shnetoitzi Gluskois Uklei Melas. So today, if someone's a farmer and he plants things, so what comes out? So you have. Uh, wheat, and then from the wheat, you have to go and make bread and make danishes or whatever exactly it is you want. And if a person wants to have clothing, so you shear wool, and then you process it, and you manufacture it, and you go through the whole spiel until you finally have what you want. Said Reb Chir Yosef, that's the way it is today. There's going to be a day where it's Yisrael is going to be moitzi gluskois. Literally, bagels are going to come out of the ground. The clean melas, and you're going to have wool clothing. What exactly the drasha is, Ayin Rashi. So we just Mentioned this pasuk of Yehi Pisas Barbaritz. We also just mentioned this concept that Laosad Lavoi, the Paris of Eretz Yisrael, is going to be different than it is right now. So the Gemara is going to now continue on this thing. Yehi Pisas Barbaritz, a pasuk in Tehillim. The Roish Horim, and then the pasuk continues and says, on the top of the mountains, Amru, Asi the Chita Shetetamer Kedakel. There's going to be a day that a Chita is going to grow so tall, it's going to literally be like the size of a tree. But Oila Roish Horim, it's going to Go to the top of mountains. That's how high the trees are going to be. The chitim are going to be. Shema, tell me, yesh You're going to say that's a good thing. I think that's a bad thing. I mean, what are the farmers going to do? How are they going to work the field? No, hamaloyme. You don't have to worry about that because the pasuk continues and says yirash kalavano imperiyai. What does that mean? A kadosh baruch who maybe rock my base A kadosh baruch who is going to bring a wind. Umenashva alert. It's going to blow on the chitim. Umashra es salta, and it's going to cause it to fall. And now is it going to fall? But it's going to literally be soilus, and you're going to be able to go. And take whatever you need. And from there, he's going to have his ganze parnasa. The pasik says, and this is also a pasik that's describing the the lavoi. It says in chelav kilios chita. So the pasik is in parshas hazinu. It says chemas bakar v'chalev tzoyin in chelav karim. The Elim, Bnei Vashon, the Atudin, and Chelev Kilyois Chita. Says the Gemara, Amru, I see the Chita, there's going to be a day that the Chita is going to be so big. It's going to be like the two kidneys of a big axe. You're going to tell me, is something like this possible? The answer is yes. A shul once made its nest inside a turnip. And they looked at the turnip afterwards. It weighed so much, it was literally 60 litrin. Tanya, Om Rabbi Yosi, Maisa B'Shikhan was a story in Shikhan. Be'echad she'niach lo'i oviv, shloisha badei chardal. There was somebody whose father left over for him three stems of chardal, of mustard. V'nifshach echam, one of them separated. V'nimtzu by tisha kabin chardal, and he found inside of it were nine kabin of chardal. V'eitzov, and just the, the stem itself, sichachu by sukkas yoytzren. It was so big that they were able to make the schach for a sukkas yoytzren, literally for a sukkah. Om Rabbi Shimon ben Tachlifa, Rabbi Shimon ben Tachlifa said, Kela our father left over some kruv, some carib. So there was one stalk of this carib, and we used to, when we had to get to the top of it, we, we would climb up like it was a ladder. 
Chamor. So this is a, another Pasik in Parshas Hazinu that's describing loss of love. In this world, if a person wants to work in the field, it, it, it's painful. It's not Gishmak. You have to harvest, you have to press the grapes if you want wine. Maybe Anova Achas you're going to bring one Anova, you're going to bring one grape in a wagon. Or in a boat. You're going to put it in the corner of your house. And it's going to be like a big barrel. You're going to have an unlimited supply of yayin. The Aesnav. And as far as the, the wood, the stems, all the pits, you're going to be able to use it for cooking. And there's going to be no grape that's going to be able to produce less than 30 barrels of wine. I'll take Tikroch. What does Chaymer have to do with 30? So Rashi says a Chaymer is a word in the Torah. It's a kur. And it's made up of 30. And that's how you get to the number 30. came from Eretz to Bavo. He came back and he said, I'm going to tell you what they say in Eretz Yisrael about the Shvach of Eretz Yisrael. What's Pshan in the Pasik? This Pasik is, of course, in the Birchus Yaakov. So he said like this, in the Choko Gefen, the Gefen Shabbat Yisrael, there's going to be no Gefen Eretz Yisrael, she ain't Tzorich, ir achas liftzar. It's going to require a whole city in order to harvest, meaning it, it's going to produce so much. There's going to be no Elon Srak. An Elon Srak is an Elon that naturally cannot bear fruit. That is not going to require two Asoinois, two Eislech, in order to carry all the wine that's going to come from these Elon Srak. You're going to tell me maybe it's not going to produce wine, meaning the two Asoinois are going to be needed to carry the grapes. But how do you know that it's going to produce wine? No, there's going to be wine. Maybe it's not going to be red wine. Right, Dam is red. Maybe you're going to tell me, maybe it's not going to have the effect alcoholic effect that wine is supposed to have so it's not going to have a kick it says the word susay. so what does susay have to do with being merava so Rashi says Loshen hasasa. so Rashi says you want to know the lumbus of being drunk the wine is mesis the shikr so it's like a mesis it causes the shikr to do things that maybe ordinarily he wouldn't do maybe you're going to tell me it's not going to taste good Every palate that tastes this wine, Oimer is going to say lili. So what does chachlili mean? It's made up of three words. Chachlili. So you taste this wine, you're going to be lili. I want more. I want more. Maybe you'll tell me it's good for young people. But if you're already an altered eat, maybe it's not going to be so good for you. Talmud loimar uleven shinayim mecholov. Al tikri leven shinayim that this wine is going to be good even if you're a Ben Shon. So we just mentioned the Pasik that says, and the Pasik is talking about wine. The wine of La'asnit Lavoy. And it's talking about the Shvach of the wine of La'asnit Lavoy. It's going to be so good that any Chech that tastes it, he's going to say, and it's not only going to be good for the youths, but it's going to be good for everybody. The Ben Shonim, even for him, it's going to be good. But the Gemara says, okay, this is a drasha, right? Tachlis, Pash de de Krabba Mike Siv, what's Pashib Shat? So the Gemara says, 
don't know if this is the Pasha Pshat, but it's a Pasha the Jerasha. came. He said, I'll tell you what, Vasmazok the Nerit Israel. Umr Knesset Israel, the Fnea Kadosh Baruch. Knesset Israel tells the Kadosh Baruch, Can you please do something with your eye? Like move your eyes in a way so that we'll understand that in. Your eyes were sweeter than wine. And we want to see your teeth. So we want to see your white teeth that are going to show us that we're, that we're more sweet than chalav. And that's this pasik. It's like a tefillah. We tell the Eivish to show me with your eyes and show me with your teeth how much you love us. And the Gemara said that this pshat Rav Dimi said over, it supports Rav Yechina. So usually when Rav Dimi came back, he said, Vas Rav Yechina, this Rav Dimi is that if someone is malbin shinayim lechaveri, you meet a friend and you give him a smile, you show him your white teeth, right? you make him feel good, it's more chashiv than giving him chalav. Shenemar, from this pasik, uleven shinayim mechalav, al tikri leven shinayim, that the libun shinaim, the whiteness of the teeth, is, is something that's even more chashiv than chalav. So libun shinayim, give a yidash mechul, is mechalav. It's more chashuv, even than giving him something chashuv, giving him something to eat, giving him something to drink. And that's the Messiah, the Rabbi Yechon, and how we're touching the words of Levent Shinayim. Levent Shinayim is Miloshin, Libun Shinayim, and that's Messiah, the Rabbi Yechon. Rabbi Bar Adam, Mikri Dardikid Rish Lakish. Rabbi Bar Abba was the Mikri Dardikid of Rish Lakish. Not Rish Lakish. Rish Lakish didn't learn Torah when he was a Dardikid. Pashtas, even though there's a Rabbi Nutam that says that Rish Lakish learned, and then he didn't learn, and then he learned again. But the Pashtas is on. It was the Mikri Dardikid of Rish Lakish's children. For three days, he didn't show up. He didn't come three days to teach the, 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 the boys. Says the Gemara, he also, when he finally came, asked him, where were you the last three days? He says, I'll tell you, my father left over a, a Dulles, passed away, and left over a Karen. I had to work it, but then I have no choice. So he said, I was working the field for three days. So Rish Lakish said, how did it go? See, I'll tell you, Yom Rishon, the first day, Gimel Meis Hishkoilis. I was able to harvest 300 Hishkoilis from one dollar, from one cap. Eshkoligraf, and each Eshkol that I took was able to fill up a whole barrel. Mamish, 300 barrels. Yom Sheni, the second day, but Sarti Gimel Meis Hishkoilis. I was bites at 300 Hishkoilis again, Abishtei Hishkoilis, the graph. Each Eshkol produced less wine. Half the amount of wine. It was two for each graf. Yom Shlishi, the third day, but Sarti Yom Gimel Meis Hishkoilis. Again, 300 Hishkoilis. Abishtei Hishkoilis, the graph. Only a third. Of a barrel to each one. But I had so much, I need all this. So I ended up being mafkir more than half. We're not for the fact that you missed and you didn't come teach your Talmudim for these three days. You should know it would have done more. Meaning the reason it didn't do was because of the fact that you went away from learning because had you not gone away, then this would have never happened. Romi Baricheskel iskul Bnebrak. Romi Baricheskel was once in Bnebrak. Chazinu lahani easy. He saw there were goats. They kaachlin tusi They were eating underneath the a fig tree. The kanatif dufsha mitaeni, and there was dvash that was coming out of the teenim. 
honey, minayu, and there was milk that was coming out of the goat. Umarabad Yadodi was getting mixed up between the two. Omar, he said, Hainu Zobas Khalovitvash. Said, I just witnessed Zobas Khalovitvash. We know that Eretz Yisrael is, is Zobas Khalovitvash. I just witnessed it. Omar Yakabent the story, Yakabent the story, he said, Miludla Oinoi from Luta Oinoi, Shloisha Milan. It's a distance of three million. Pamachas, Kidamti Minash. I once woke up early in the morning, Vahalachi Adkar Sulai, Bidvashal Teinim. And I went that whole Way and literally, I was ankle deep in dvashel te'enim. Amar Eishlok Shreishlok. The di chazal izavas chal v'dvashel tzipori. I saw the zavas chal v'dvash just of tzipori. V'avashitzer milan ashitzer milan. It was sixteen mil by sixteen mil. Amar Rabbi Barachan. The di chazal izavas chal v'dvash. Kol eretz Yisrael. I saw the zavas chal v'dvash not just of tzipori of the entire eretz Yisrael. V'havya kimibei michsi ad akradisul banki. And how big was it? It was literally the distance of bei michsi until akradisul banki. Chav beis parsi urcha. It was. 22 parasoys long, upusya, and the width was Shisa Parsi was six parasoys. Rab Chelbev, Rab Avir, Rab Yes, Rab Chanin, Iklu Lahu Asra. Rab Chelbev, Rab Avir, Rab Yes, they once came to a certain city. Aisukamayu, Afarkasa. So they brought him uh, a farsika, which is a peach. It was so big, they never saw such a peach. It was literally the size of a pot in Kvarhino. The Ilfisk Farhina can have. Okay, so we don't know much about an Ilfisk Farhina. But says, I'll tell you what that's like. It's Chamesh Sayin. It's literally, it, it, it can contain five sun. So this was the biggest peach you ever saw in your life. So the Gemara, they sat down. Okay, they ate a third of it. They were after a third. And then they had behemoths and they gave them another. And the next year, came there. And they brought him also a peach. But when he picked up the peach, he was able to lift it with one hand. But Omar, he said the following pasuk, Eretz pre limelecha. He said, I see the Paris are not the same way. Why? It's Meiras Yoshveva. Must be the Olam is not behaving properly. And that's why these Paris are not the way they used to be. Rabbi once came to Gavl. So he was looking in uh, the vineyard. They were, and he saw the, there were clusters of grapes, but he thought they were Agolan. He thought they were calves. They were so big, they looked like animals. Omar, he said, Agolim bein akfanim. He said, what? There's Agolim between the Kfanim? Why are there cows in the middle of the Geffen? I've never seen that. Omar, they said, no, kitufin inu. He said, these are kitufim. These are clusters. You have no idea what's growing here. Omar, as Rabbi said, Eretz, Eretz. Hachnisi peiroisayich. Take back your peiris. L'miato moitzia peiroisayich. Who are you producing these peiris for? L'goyim alolu. For these goyim. Sh'amdu aleinu b'chatoseinu. These are the people that you're producing these peiris for. L'shan, in the next year, Iklo, Rabbi Chiyah, Rabbi Chiyah came. Chazinu to have a kamiki easy. He was looking by the vineyards and he saw what he thought were goats. Omar said, Izim be nagvanim. Omar, they said, don't say another word. Zil, I don't want you to say what your friend said because it seems that what Rabbi Shua ben Levi said actually played itself out. It was and as a result, so he said, no, don't say another word because I don't want this to end this way. During the times of Brach and Eretz Yisrael, it can produce chameshes, five ribois, 10,000, 50,000 kurim of produce. How do you know that? So the Gemara does a little bit of back of the envelope arithmetic. Tsoyen was one of the cities in Mitzrayim. So when it was in its heyday, in its prime, Beisau Issa Shivin Kurin. A Beisau was able to produce 70 Kurin. How do you know that? The time it's a price. Omra Meir Meir said, I need Reese because Beisha'an. I saw the value of Beisha'an. Beisau, a Beisau was Issa Shivin Kurin. It was able to produce 70 Kurin. So just because Beisha'an did, how do you know that Tsoyen was able to? Because there's no land that's more Hashiv. 
in Chutz La'aretz, the Mitzrayim. Shenemar, the Gan Hashem Keretz Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is the Gan Hashem. It's the Garden of Hashem. Eilu Chamudu B'chal Eretz Mitzrayim. Yes, Mitzrayim. And there's no city in Mitzrayim that was more Chashiv than Tzoyan. Davim Marbalei Malchi. Because that's where the kings used to be raised. The Chasiv, the Pasuk says, Ki Hoyu B'Tzoyan Tzara. Now, Ve'im Lechat Roshim B'chal Eretz Yisrael Yes, Mitzrayim. So one second, let's, let's pause this for a second. So we know that Tzoyan was able to produce a Beisa, 70 Kur. How do you know that? Because Beishan was. And if Beishan was, then for sure Tzoyan was. Now Tzoyan probably was able to produce more. Good. But I love him and I didn't leave Kinadon. We had a couple of already in today's daf, so now we have a Dayoi. And the point is, is that for sure it was able to produce this amount. It was for sure able to produce 70 Kurin. Okay. And there was no land in Eretz Yisrael that was less fertile than Chevron. That's where they used to bury the mason. So this is the nigla pshat of why they used to bury the mason. Yesterday we spoke about the nister pshat. Now, Rashi adds one knech over here to the math that if... One second. Chevron was seven times more harsh than Zion. Because the Pasuk says, The Chevron was built seven years before Mitzrayim. So the says, My name is, so what does it mean it was built seven years before? Doesn't mean literally it was built seven years earlier. It can't be. If a father is going to build a house for his sons, so is he going to build for his younger son before his older son? What does that have to do with Chevron and Mitzrayim? Remember, the Pasuk says, Viknan. So Chum had four sons. Kush, Mitzrayim, Put, and Canaan. Now Canaan is Eretz Canaan. He's the younger son. Mitzrayim is an older son. So for sure Mitzrayim was built before. So if that's the case, what does it mean that Hebron was built seven years before Mitzrayim? It must mean that it was seven times as Choshev as Tzoyan. So we know Tzoyan is the Spitz in Chotzlaret. And Hebron is seven times more chashuv than Tzoyan. Now, behind the middle of the Chevron is the Makam Trashim. That's where they bury people. It would have to be 500. Meaning, what's the Cheshman? The Cheshman, we just said that in Beishan, a Beishan, a Beishan was able to produce 70 kur. If that's true there, that has to be true at least for Tzoyan as well. Chevron is seven times as chashuv as Tzoyan. So if it's seven times as chashuv, so it's 70 times seven, so it's 490. Now, says the Gemara, Chevron was only Trashim. If you have Shaloi B'Trashim, how much is it going to be? Chamesh It's going to be 500. How do you come up with that? It's not clear. But Rashi says, Then you have to add another 10. So you end up with 500. Okay, so we know Eretz Yisrael, a Mokim that's at the very least not Trashim like Chevron, is going to be able to produce one Beisah, 500 kur. Now, Vahani, Mili, Shaloi, Bebrechaiser. That's not in this man of Bracha. Avu Bebrechaiser, Ksiv. The Pasuk says, Vayizra Yitzchak Baaretzahi, Vayimtsebashonahi, Meyushaarim, Vayivarcheyu Hashem. So it was 100 times 500. What's 500 times 100? It's 50,000. And that's how you come up with your number. Bebrechaiser, Shal Eretz Yisrael, Beisa, Oisa, Chameshes, Reboy, Kurin. It's based on this super-duper Kalvachaymer and Cheshman. Tanya, Om Rabbi Yoisi, Rabbi Yoisi said, Sa'abi Yehuda, if you have one Sa' in Yehuda worth of Tfuah, Ho'isa'o Yisachamish Sa'in, it would produce five Sa'in. What does that mean? Sa'kemach, so when you take your wheat and you grind the wheat, so there's different types. 
or different phases. So you're going to have the fine flour, then there's going to be the bran, etc. So one saw of tfuah was able to produce a saw of each one of those shlaven. So it was a saw of kemach, a saw of soilas, a saw of subin, a saw of mursin, a saw of kiburayo. Amalei, who's a duke of There was a duke that told Rebchanino, yo mashpechisu ba ba'arachoin. You're very, very proper. Meaning, it's the right thing you do that you praise your land the way you do. Why? My father left over for me a base saw. I got oil from it. I was able to get wine from it. I was able to get tfua from it. I was able to get even kidneys from it. And even my animals are able to graze in that field. There was a person who was from a moiri. They were thrown out of the land in the times of Yeshua Benon. And he went over to Bar Eretz He told him, Tell me, this uh, tree that you have that's by the bank of the river, like what does it produce, that tree? 60 kurim, which is an enormous amount of fruit. You didn't even properly conquer the land yet. And you already destroyed it. When we were living on the land, we were able to produce 120 kurm. So he told him, oh, one second. I just meant on the East Coast. Oh, you want to know on the other side of that? It's another 60. Meaning it's the same 120 that you had. So just to come up for breath for one second. And that is, so we just learned Gemara after Gemara, a bunch of different Agada that talk about the Shrach of the Paris Eretz Yisrael. Incidentally, just to follow the Cheshben, how did we get here? I mean, this is the general theme of the end of Ksubis. But we had three members from Rabchir Bar Yosef. The first member was Asidim Tzadikich and Mevatzvitzin Ba'ilam B'Yerushalayim. Halacha and Hilchas Tchias Amesim. Asidim Tzadikich Yamdu B'Malbushayim. Another Allah and And then the third one was Asid Eretz Yisrael Shatoitzi Gluskois Uklimelas. And it was one time from the Pasigi, he peace has Barbaritz. And then from there we went, he would in this Pasig. And this whole general theme that talk about the Shvach of the Peros of Eretz Yisrael that once was and that will one day be. So just two Ha'aris. The first Ha'ari is. That it's you do the Chsam Soifer in a few places. One of the places is in a tshuva. It's in a Rechaim tshuva Kuf Mem Aleph. The tshuva, it was written to Rab Tzvi Ashchayis. That tshuva, he quotes a shakla v'tayr that he had with Rab Shloim and Kluger. It's a fascinating tshuva and it's a very important tshuva because he discusses shiurim over there. So we know the Noi Yehuda and the Chazanish and all the raid about the Kizaisim, the Skat Noabetzim. So this is one of the Marmakoimists where the Chsam Soifer discusses this whole Indian. And at the very, very end, he says, Ulesayim bebrocha. He said, I want to be Messiah. This shmuz that we just had with a bracha, and the bracha is Berchason Shel Yisrael. And the Chsam Soifer was Messiah, his Chubat Rab Tzviyar in a very similar fashion to the way Chazal was Messiah Masech Ksubis. And that is, he asked him Akasha. He says, we know that the Pasuk says, Eretz Chita V'sa'erod, the, the Shivas Aminim. But the Gemara says that that whole Pasuk, Kol HaPasuk Kuloi Le'inyin Shiurim Nemra. That entire Pasuk was said with regards to Shiurim. Eretz Chita is Negei Yashir. This is Negei Yashir. That's Negei Yashir. As if to say, just the Pashup Shad in the words of Chazal. What Chazal was saying was, is that you have the Perish in the Shtabchemen in Eretz Yisrael. Pashup Shad means, is that these Perish are very Gishmaka Perish. They taste very good. 
But there's a tifkait, there's a panemius in the Pasuk, and the panemius is that all the payers of Eretz Yisrael, they represent Shiurim. So the Chsam Soifer asked Rabbi Tzvi Hashchayis, he told him that this kasha bothers me very, very much. He says, if you learn the Gemara and then the Masach Tzuvus, the Gemara talks about how big the payers of Eretz Yisrael were. These were massive payers, all the payers. Chita Achas produced this, and one Karen produced that, and one Dollars produced this, and you see that what was coming out of the Te'enim and from the Izim, and this is all Shaloi Kederach Atem of Mamish. So Freik the Heiligach Sam Soifri says, I don't understand how these payers were functional to determine the Shiurim. You're going to tell me that a Kezayis was based on the Kezayis in Eretz Yisrael? It can't be. So the Freik the Chsam Soifer, the Peirish Sheneshtab Chem Eretz Yisrael, are the Peirish that were never the Indian Shiurim? It's just the opposite. L'chair, when the Yidin entered Eretz Yisrael, if they wanted to know what the Shir was, they would have had to have left Eretz Yisrael and they would have had to figure out over there what the Shir was. But how is it Shaykh the Chazal said that the Peirish Eretz Yisrael will the Indian Shiurim Nemro? When they entered Eretz Yisrael, the Gemara we just learned in the times of Yeshua Benun, a conversation, right? You don't see this every day. It's a conversation with a, a yid who entered the Midbar, someone who we don't know who it is, from this third day, and he's having a conversation together with one of these Amiran. But the bottom line is, is that you have here a, a Gemara that talks about, that's maflik in terms of the size of the Paris. How are these Paris able to be used in Shiurim? So the Chsam Soifer in Tshuva Kuf Memal applied Tzarechim. But in different places, he says a Teretz. In Chsam Soifer, Alatoira, and this is in, in Parashat Ekev, on that Pasek, Eretz Chita V'Sa'ira, he says a Dover Nifla, Ayin Sham. But the Mahalach that he says is, he says that's Pashat, that the Peirois in Eretz Yisrael, when the Yintin entered Eretz Yisrael, were not the Shiro. That Kezayis wasn't the Kezayis. And that Groigris wasn't the Groigris. That Koiseves Agasa wasn't the Koiseves Agasa. What were the Shiro and Talian? Whatever normal Peirois are. Okay, so how were they able to figure it out? So the Chassam Soifer says the way they were able to figure it out is because the Deir Deir were on such a level of understanding the way the Bria interacts with the Yidden and specifically Eretz Yisrael that when they looked at the Peri they were able to figure out what a Peri is supposed to be and how much bigger it is right now because of the fact that Right now, the Yidin are doing what they're supposed to do, and as a result, the Paris are so big. So he says they were able to figure out from being Ma'ayan in the Peri what Chelek is what. He says that's why the Indian of Shiurim related to the Paris is mentioned in the Pasik that talks about the Paris and Shtabchemem Eretz Yisrael. He says, because Vitzarachin, Mashvach Eretz Yisrael, who says, Shiurei Taira be Paris Alalo. He said, this is the Shvach. He said, if the Shvach was that, look at the Peri, oh, this is a Kazayas. So what's the big deal? What's the Shvach? He said, Eretz Yisrael, when you looked at the Kazayas, you weren't seeing it. Fakert, what you had to do was you had to figure it out, but you were able to figure it out. Eretz Yisrael, part of the Shvach of Eretz Yisrael is that it's Eretz Asha'ene, Hashem and it's, it's a land that doesn't work up and the Peirus are going to be bigger and they're going to be smaller based on the way the Yidden are behaving and Fakert the fact that the Yidden were able to figure out the Shiurim working backwards and doing all this math that's the the Shvach of Eretz Yisrael he says that's why you find in this Pasuk the Pasuk says Eretz Asher Avonel Barzel what does Eretz Asher Evanel Barzel mean? So he says that the Gemara says in Tainus Daf Dalit that Talmidei Chachamim are compared to Barzel because of the fact that they're, they're so sharp. In order to figure out these Shiurim, you had to be Koshek Barzel. And that's why in the Pasik that talks about the Perish and the Shtabchem Eretz Yisrael, we throw in Eretz Asher Evanel Barzel. That's the first Torah. The second Torah is 
a ha'ara that I heard from Rabbi Michal Rakowski, his own ha'ara, and he said that, you know, we say in Psuka uh, de Zimra, the Pasuk says, Hasam gvuleich shalom, chelev chitim yasbiech. Hasam gvuleich shalom, referring to Eretz Yisrael, Shabchi Yerushalayim as Hashem, Halil Likayach Tzion, Kichizek Brichesh Arayich, Be'ach Manayach Bekirbech, right, we're talking about Yerushalayim, we're talking about Eretz Yisrael, Hasam gvuleich shalom, chelev chitim yasbiech. There's a very, very similar Pasuk that we say in Hayoyim Yom Chamishi, there the Pasuk says, also referring to Eretz Yisrael, So in Pesuket de Zimra, it's Chelev Chitim Yasbiech. And in Ayoyim Yom Chamisha B'Shabbos, it's Vayachileo Mechelev Chita. Here it's a Lashon Rabbim, there it's a Lashon Yachit. What's the Pshat? The Pshat is that the Pasuk that we say in Pesuket de Zimra, so this is Dovin HaMelech talking, and bismanoi, it was hasam gvuleich shalom chelev chitim yasbiech. But the pasuk in hayoyim yom chamisha b'shabes, which is also David Amelach talking, but that's a pasuk that describes lo asalavai. The pasuk says lu ami shaymei ali yisrael bedracha yahalechu. If Klaus would listen to me and they would go in my ways, kimatoi veyemachnia, I would get rid of all of their oivim. Vaal tzorei amashiv yadi and all their enemies, everyone's going to be gone. What's going to happen? And in that kufa, when all the sonim are going to be away, it's going to be What's the difference? The difference is now it's chitim. We learned the Gemara. The Gemara talked about the person that one chit is going to be able to produce so much. So it's not going to have to be chitim. It's going to be even one chit is going to have this unbelievable koyach. Either way, zog de gemara weiter. Am Rav Chiz, the Rav Chiz, the said, Maidich, so what's in the Pasuk, that says, V'etin l'cha Eretz Chemdo, Nachlas Tzvi. Eretz Yisrael is referred to as a Nachlas Tzvi. Lom Eretz Yisrael, Nimshul Tzvi. Why is Eretz Yisrael compared to a Tzvi? A deer, hersh, just like a Tzvi, it's or is not Machzik, it's Basar. Af Eretz Yisrael, in a Machzik, it's Perisar. So what does it mean that it's Ein oiroi machsik as psaris. The Rashi says that if you remove the skin off a tzvi, it's going to shrivel up and you won't be able to ever put it back on the tzvi. While it's on the tzvi, somehow it works. But if you take it off, it's not going to work anymore. Eretz Yisrael produces so much Paris that if you took all the Paris out of Eretz Yisrael and you tried bringing it back in, just like the tzvi is the fastest of all the chayas, heavy rotzke tzvi, the food ripens so quickly in Eretz Yisrael, you're going to tell me that the tzvi is very fast, but it doesn't, it's not very fatty, right? Maybe it's true that the peris are going to cook very quickly, but maybe they're not going to be geschmack, the zaftige, won't be the shein in the rananim, it's going to be fatter than cholav u'msukin midvash, but it's also going to be more zis than vash. The Eretz Yisrael is referred to as Eretz Tzvi. Truth is, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is doim medoidel Tzvi. So you find this nusach of the Tzvi when we talk about our relationship with Hashem, our relationship with Eretz Yisrael. But Eretz Yisrael is an Eretz Tzvi. Rabbi Lazar, kavasolik Eretz Yisrael. When Rabbi Lazar came to Eretz Yisrael, Amar he said, "Paltu I was just speared from one cholav." 
when they gave him smicha on Mar Palpitimitarti. I was just spared from a second. When they allowed him to join the Saito Ibor, they allowed him to get involved in Ibor Shana. Omar, he said, Paltlimitlas. Now a spirit from thing. What's this all about? Shenemar, it's based on a pasuk. The pasuk says, Vahusa Yodi Elanavim Hachoizim Shav Vehulu. And then the pasuk says, Besoid Ami Lo Yihu, Ubixabes Yisrael Lo Yikosevu, Valadmas Yisrael Lo Yavoyu, Vietatem Kiani Hashem Lokim. So the pasuk is in Yecheskel and it mentions three clauses. And the Gemara explains, Besoid Ami Lo Yihu Zesoid Ibor, that you're not going to know Soid Ibor anymore. Bixabes Yisrael Lo Yikosevu Zesmicha, you're not going to have Smicha, but not Yisrael Lo Yavoyu, Kimashma, you're not going to be able to go to Eretzos. Rabbi Loza had all three. He went to Eretzos, he got Smicha, and he was involved in Ibor Shana. And he said, Pautli Miklas, I would say from all three of these clauses, Rabbi Zeira. Reb Sneira, who, when he came to Eretz Yisrael, so how badly did the Reb Zeira want to go to Eretz Yisrael? Have a komishnamit bin Eder Reb Yehuda. He was avoiding Reb Yehuda. When he finally came to Eretz Yisrael, so he was so close, but he had to cross a, a river. I couldn't find a boat. There was no ferry. There was no way to get to the other side. So there was like a tightrope. And he was walking on the tightrope. Omar, there was a tzadoki that series said, Amar Peziza, you nation that you're an ambohol, Rashi says. You, you do before you think. Your, your mouth talked before your ears listened, right? You said Nasa, and then afterwards Nishma. You're still showing those tendencies. Meaning, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're going too fast. Wait. Relax. Eventually, there'll be another boat. The next bus is coming. It'll be in 15 minutes. And then you'll cross like a match. Why are you risking your life? So why are you running? Why are you being an ambal? Amalei, Rav Zeru told it to Daiki. A land that Moshe and Aaron were not zoiche to ever enter. How do I know I'm going to have this chos? Maybe, I want, maybe in the next 15 minutes, by the time the next ferry comes, the schuss I have to be able to enter Eretz is going to go away. Right? You think of tzaddikim, even in more recent memory, that tried going to Eretz The Vilna Goyen, the Chavetz Chaim, and they weren't zoichet to go to Eretz So he said, Amo, Amo. He said, Duchte, the Moshe Baharim, Lezachula. Anom and that's why he went. Says the Gemara. On the topic of the Chiba and the Hava that the tzaddikim had for Eretz Yisrael, Rab Abba, when he came to Eretz Yisrael, he kissed the, the, the rocks of Akre. He swept the floor. When they would learn in Eretz Yisrael, so if they were sitting outside learning and all of a sudden it got too hot, they would move to the shade. And then they would move from the shade back to the sun. What was the cheshman? The cheshman was, Rashi says, they never wanted to be in a place where it wasn't perfect. Because they wanted to have such a, a feeling of a havas Eretz Yisrael, they never wanted to go away from it. He would roll in the offer. So he would mamish roll, this was the way he... This is the way he would show his love that he had to Eretz Yisrael. The truth is, this last Gemara, which is very, very matin, it's the last Gemara that we learned, with the whole end of Masech Tisksubas, it shows not just the, I, under, the relationship that the tzaddikim had towards Eretz Yisrael, that it's a mitzvah and you have to do a mitzvah, but there was a hava. It's Eretz Tzvi, that there was this feeling of very, very deep, emotional connection to Eretz Yisrael. So this is an, an Indian that, of course, is Oymeg Beruma Shaloylam. But just one Chashev Amaramakim, not for now, but one Chashev Amaramakim is in the Sefer Magid Meisharim, which, of course, was written by Maron Habis Yosef, Rabbi Yosef Cairo. And it's the Torah 
that he learned together with the Magid. So the Yosef had a Magid that taught him Torah, and he was Megalit him a lot of Soydis, and he wrote down a lot of these Soydis in the Sefer Magid Meisharm. So in the Sefer Magid Meisharm, the beginning of Parsha Shlach, so the Yosef asks a whole bunch of Pashat Kashas in the Pesukim that deal with the Meraglam. But the most Pashat Kasha is, is that we know that in Mishnah Torah, the Ebeshta has Tainas, and Moshe Rabbeinu has Tainas on the Bnei Yisrael for requesting Meraglam. But if you read Parash Shlach, the parish begins, Shlach Lecha Anoshin, that it sounds like it was a tzivoy. So Rashi says, But this is what's going on over there. And the B'si Yosef writes that the Magid told him a Dover Nifla. The Magid told him they were both true. That there was a tzivoy of Shlach Lecha Anoshin, but there was no tzivoy of Shlach Lecha Anoshin. And really, the Yidin, on their own, they requested Miraglim uh, and Shluchim to go to Eretz Yisrael and to scout the land. How does that make sense? So he says like this. He says that the Dor HaMidbar really did not have the necessary schosim to be able to enter Eretz Yisrael. They really didn't have the credentials that were necessary. They just knew that. And they just wanted them to be able to enter Eretz Yisrael. But they didn't have the schosim. So what are we going to do? So there was an Eitzah. The Eitzah was, we're going to send Miraglim to Eretz Yisrael. If the Miraglim are going to go to Eretz Yisrael, they're going to come back, and what are they going to say? They're going to talk about Berchas and Shal Yisrael. They're going to sit down with the Oilam, they're going to make copies. Let's learn the end of Masech Ksubis, and you're going to understand what Eretz Yisrael is. It's Eretz Tzvi, Berchas and Shal Yisrael, one Chita, one Dekel, one Kerem, and that's what they're going to learn. And they're going to be so overwhelmed, this is the Magda talking, with Ahavas Eretz Yisrael, and with Chibas Eretz Yisrael, that they're going to want to go. And the schus of the Ahavis and the Chibas Eretz Yisrael, that will be daiva hoiser for them to be able to enter the land. So Lemaisa, did Moshe Rabbeinu ever tell the Yidin to go to send Meraglam? No. They requested on their own. But where did they get this idea to want to send Meraglam? It wasn't their own Bechira. It's because the Ebeshter planted this idea in their mind. There was a Bechir of Shlach Lecha Anoshen. Not practically speaking, but more from the standpoint of he went and manipulated their minds that they should want this and the idea and the tachlis of them wanting to go to Eretz Yisrael is it would just conjure these, these hergation and these feelings, this emotional feeling of wanting to go to Eretz Yisrael so badly and in that schus they would be able to enter Eretz Yisrael. The schus of, of Chibas Ha'aretz would have been enough of a schus to allow the Dardaya, even though Mitzat Atzman, they really weren't worthy I once thought that maybe it's Meduyik and Arashi. We know that during Makas Choshech, what happened? Four fifths of all the Yidin that were in Mitzrayim died. What happened to the other four fifths? They died during Makas Choshech. It's Arashi Yichomish, it's in Parashas Boy. Listen to Rashi's Lashon. Why they wish to bring Choshech? Because that generation had Rishon. They didn't want to leave Mitzrayim. And as a result, they ended up dying during the Shloshim. Why Rashi add those words? They were Rishon. Why isn't it gay? They wanted it. They didn't want it. That's not the punchline. The point is they were Rishon. Maybe Rashi is saying that if that door would have wanted to leave Mitzrayim, they would have wanted to go to Eretz Yisrael, even though they were Risham, they would have been Zoycha to go to Eretz Yisrael. Mamish the Magid Meisharim. Abishahoyu be Yisrael by Yisad Arishon. There! Also, Layahoyu writes some Lotzes. So they had no schos. There was no way for them to be able to leave Mitzrayim. And that's why there was no choice for them to die. Shem didn't want it to happen in a Zasart way. And it, it's for that reason he brought the Makkah Shaychach. Either way.
the generation when David Melch is going to come, there's going to be a category on Tamid Chachamim. Rashi says, There's going to be a lot of people that are going to chat with Tamid Chachamim. When it was told to Shmuel, Shmuel said, It's not just going to happen once, but it's going to be Gzeris Achak Gzeris. There's going to be multiple situations like this. Shinemar, based on a Pasik that says, Asiria, Vishava, that it's going to happen once, Rashi says, that when nine tenths are already going to be lost and all you're going to have is a tenth, even that tenth is going to end up with Tzars. But the point is, it's going to be Tzar Acha Tzar. Tony Rabbi Yosef, Bazuzi u Bazuzi de Bazuzi. Rashi, Again, people that are going to come after the Tamil Chachamim, and again, people are going to come after the Tamil Chachamim. So you can't end the Masechta like this. So, Rashi, 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 how did the, just how do you understand just the paper trail of the end of the Masechta? Lafish eroitzel l'sayim b'davar toy. The last toys was in Ksulis. Lafish eroitzel l'sayim b'davar toy because we wanted we wanted to be Masechim with a davar toy. We didn't speak out every toys was in Ksulis, but we spoke out the first one. <laughs> We spoke out the last thought. Psulanisis, Habisulanisis, the epic aflo. And now uh, we spoke with the last thought as well. The fish and rights of the Sayyid Bedov Taif. Skipped a few in between. Meaning, we couldn't really mention this earlier because this is really more behemshach than the previous Gemaras. But we're not going to end with the words Bazuzi or Bazuzi Ben Benoishal Bazuzi. So the way we ended it was, it's a seed in Kali Lane Strachsh of Eretz Israel, Shayitanu Perist. And this is the Svar Makhtoshim say that what's the pinemius of a seed in Kali Lane the Pneumius is, we know, a person is like an Eitzah Yifra, but not just a Tzadik, every person is, is an Eitzah And sometimes a person, certainly in his Ruchnius, he tries and he harvests and doesn't work the way he would like to. And he, he feels like he's not Eitzah He doesn't remember, he doesn't fully understand but there's a haftacha that I see them kolilane srakshib eretisrol shayitanu peris. That as long as a person puts in the effort and a person puts in the time, there's no amelus that goes to waste. And ultimately, I see them kolilane srakshib eretisrol shayitanu peris. I saw a dover niflamamish in the Chsam Soifer. The Chsam Soifer is in Parshas Bechukaisai. Now, why would this Chsam Soifer be in Parshas Bechukaisai? Because Rashi in Parshas Bechukaisai actually brings this drasha in one of the, the brachas of in Bechukaisai Kelechu. So the Pasik says, Vinasna Ha'aretz. Yevula, the Eitz Hasada Yitain period. What does Eitz Hasada Yitain period mean? Zakrashi, Heini Lone Srak. Vasi, the Masis Paris, that even the Lone Srak are going to be Oisne Paris. So, the Mishnah says, Kola Oisik Betayr Lishma, Zoichel Ledvarim Harbe. Right? Kola Oisik Betayr Lishma, he's going to be Zoichel Ledvarim Harbe. So, the Chsam Soifer, what does it mean, Varim Harbe? Ratzaloimer. Talmidim Oiskin Lishma. Talmidim that learn Tayr Lishma, Beion. Umefalfalim Bahalacha. And the mafalful in Allah, Ulubisoif Nidhu Divrayachod, and then at the end, one of the Talmidah Khachaman that were learning, what they said ended up getting Nidcha. Meaning he said a pshat, and the pshat got upgefrat. Mikol Mokan, Akadish Baruchu Khoisman, Akadish Baruchu writes down your pshat. Your pshat that's not the right pshat. You said a svara, and then your chavrusa, 
he fragged it up and he sent you tiny stossim. And it's true. It doesn't matter. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sits down and he likes your pshat. You're not going to write it down. But he writes your pshat. Because you know why you horror it on a svara. It's true, it wasn't a real svara. Oh, but you horror it. And to you, this was your emes. And he's going to write it down. Listen to this. If two people are learning Torah, oz, the Pasuk says, Nidbru yirei Hashem Israel reyeyu. What's the Chiddush? You say, you know what the Chiddush is? You have two people that are sitting and learning. They wish to write everything that you say. And what if you say Shtosen? Doesn't matter. Even that person that made a mistake. It's going to be written down in a Sefer. Any person that learns Torah, any person that says a Svara is writing a Sefer. He's writing a safe. In this world, to, to put out a safer, maybe it requires, but in the next world, in the Oivama in the MS, there's a safer Achayim Lamaila that any person that learns Torah, call Isaac Betoyer Lashma, that's the prerequisite, that you learn Torah with the right Kavanis. You're really learning. You really want to understand. You're harving. You're trying. And if a person tries, even if he's Ilone Srak, even if he's not producing, and every svara that he says somehow is not good enough and it's not worthy of, of a safer in this world. That is a safer as a karn, there's a safer achayim lamailo. And in that safer achayim lamailo, every single thing that a person learns, every single thing that a person learns doesn't go to waste. What a beautiful way to end Shas Kotan. And on that note, Hadron, Halach, Shnei Daini, Zeros, Uslikolom, Sachtis Ksubis.